8.45 now, and Philippines President Rodrigo Duterte collided with the church in his country over the weekend as religious leaders frown upon his use of brute force, often deadly force, to crack down on drugs. But then he had already recently ordered the disbanding of anti-drugs police units following the killing of a South Korean businessman by local anti-drug officers on the grounds of the National Police Headquarters. Duterte said he was embarrassed by the incident and met with the bereaved wife of this Korean businessman at his office for 40 minutes last week. Let's go on location to Manila and speak with Manuel Magato, political and general news correspondent for Reuters. Good morning to you. Good morning. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. So, just firstly, what is the latest update on the investigation into the death of Korean businessman surnamed Ji, who was strangled by police officers? Well, uh, the police has already arrested uh, three police officers who were involved in the case, and there was a civilian who is linked to the National Bureau of Investigation, who is also under investigation. And uh, already there is a case filed at the Angela City Court, which is uh, north of Manila. And uh, we will soon see trial of uh, these uh, police officers and uh, NBI, which is the equivalent of the FBI in the U.S., uh, for the murder of uh, Mr. G. How much attention, though, has this case been getting in the Philippines? It has attracted a lot of attention. For, for one, the president acted uh, on this case because uh, he has uh, stopped all police anti-drug operations, including the NBI. So now, uh, only the... Uh, Philippine Drug Enforcement Agency is uh, uh, pursuing uh, drug offenders with the help of a uh, small unit from the Armed Forces of the Philippines. Uh, this has generated a lot of attention, especially because a foreigner was killed right inside the police headquarters. Yeah, but of course it came after months of global criticisms of of this tactic and including from the church as i mentioned before but generally speaking how serious a problem has corruption been among police officers there well the president said about 40 percent of the 160,000 police members are corrupt but we don't know what is the basis for this uh, statement uh, but we all know that uh, corruption is very rampant in the police force uh, from uh, kickbacks in supplies uh, to ordinary uh, crime in the street, like a, a traffic violation, uh, police officers were uh, said to be involved in uh, melting uh, uh, motorists. On the surface, you could say that it's taken this incident to force President Rodrigo Duterte into a U-turn by disbanding anti-drugs units following this murder case. But can you tell us a bit more about the, the reality, for example, with the army apparently taking over that role? Well, the army has not yet taken over um, the main role in the anti-drug operations because there is no presidential written order uh, on their role. 
So we are only speculating on what the army will do. But uh, obviously this has taken a lot of uh, interest because for many months the world community has been condemning the rampant killings in the Philippines, which is now about 7,000 people. Mm. But the government was not doing anything, ignoring the calls for for the police to stop uh, the killings. But uh, the killing of one Korean national has led to this suspension of uh, drug operations of the NBI and the police. So it's a big thing, and uh, I think the government is quite worried about the reaction uh, of Korean businessmen and uh, other uh, foreign businessmen on investing and traveling to the Philippines. But I think uh, the situation is uh, really not that serious because this is just one case uh, of a Korean being killed by the police. But and uh, now they're saying that uh, Korean mafia is uh, operating in the central Philippines. I, 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 we really don't know what's really happening with with this kind of uh, Korean mafia activities. Yeah, well, Duterte's warned that he would kill Korean gang members who are active there. I mean, so you didn't know too much about them. Um, is the perception that they pose a significant threat or? Are a problem there? Well, it's not exactly a big threat because the Korean mafia, according to the police, are operating only against the Koreans. Uh, they're involved in kidnapping, uh, extortion, protection racket, uh, gambling, and uh, uh, sex trafficking. So they only affect the Korean community because uh, these are uh, present in uh, small Korean communities across uh, the country. Mm-hmm. So it's not really a problem. So I think the threat should not be taken seriously because uh, considering the the universe of crime incident in the Philippines, the this case involving Korean is uh, very small. And uh, the police, the national police, has in fact set up a Korean desk at the national headquarters to handle uh, cases uh, involving Korean who were victimized or uh, those perpetrated by Korean nationals. Well, it tells us how uh, seriously this is being taken at the moment. Um, We are short on time, and I want to ask you, again about these moves by the president, whether this is likely to reduce or even put an end temporarily to those extrajudicial killings that we've heard so much about that you refer to, the thousands of them. It's too early to tell whether the extrajudicial killing will stop because the anti-drug war is still continuing uh, there are other units involved in these uh, operations. And the police was only ordered to stop pre-planned operations. And that means that uh, the police can still arrest people involved in drugs if the crime is happening in their presence. Or in a checkpoint, they found some drugs, they can still arrest people. They are only stopped from 
conducting uh, pre-planned operations like sting operation and uh, raids. So the drug war will continue, so we don't exactly know if this will stop the killings. One would expect the church to, to hold a lot of influence in what is a, a Catholic majority nation. 80-odd percent of the population are registered as Catholic. Um, but at the same time, the church has felt the need again to come out and, and possibly in the strongest terms so far, condemn this um, general action against drugs by President Duterte. What, what's the significance of that church move this past weekend? Well, the church has become active again on condemning not only the killings, but the proposal of government to restore the death penalty and to lower criminal age to nine years old from 15. I think the church is now exerting its moral influence on the Catholics in the Philippines by calling on the government to stop all these proposals, including the killings. And it started with last Sunday's pastoral letter to the faithful. And uh, we were told that in two weeks, the Catholic Church will hold a big rally at the main park in Manila to uh, condemn killing, abortion, uh, the restoration of death penalty, and uh, other forms of uh, proposals that uh, will not uh, protect lives. Well, um, thank you very much, Mr. Magato, for joining us today. Well, thank you also. We can see how there are several issues there colliding all together, but a, a major trigger, the death of a Korean businessman in the country, uh, has uh, prompted these actions, um, and it just is too soon at this point to say how that will play out. But we were on location there with Manuel Magato from Reuters in Manila. Radio that matters. Every morning with This Morning.